Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Who's calling? I think it might be Pete. Pete, sweetie. Arrowhead pride, editor-in-chief. I think it might be Pete. I love drops by every week presented by Mark Ferguson. The attorney has been helping Kansas City sports fans with all their legal needs since 1996. Integrity results. That's Mark Ferguson. I just listened to that. So I'm like, I got to get that on my playlist for the J man working out, thinking about charcuterie and Mm. Pete. Um, yeah, very relaxing. Very relaxing song for oh, sure. It is, my man. It is. All right. So answer the question for me as we were kind of talking before you came on because I'm struggling here, Pete. Where does Buffalo have a definitive advantage over Kansas City? I think, uh, you know, it, it's more of a, for me, uh, uh, and, and this is a little bit intangible, the vibe that you know, out of their bye, they really haven't lost a game, right? So, like, they're just playing good football at the at the right time at the end of the season. I know there was a couple co- close calls. The Chargers game comes to mind. And so, uh, the Chiefs, you know, they were still figuring things out towards the end. <clears throat> they ended up getting the week off, I think, which is a, a good thing. Um, but to me, you know, Buffalo has been uh, playing well enough to win now for seven, seven eight weeks going. They, they look a lot to me in the second half. Um maybe like the Chiefs have looked in their championship seasons of just playing a uh, good ball peaking, as they say, at the right time. So, do you, But do you think there's anywhere on the field where you can say, because it's not a head coach, it's not a quarterback, this defense is top five, they suffered a couple of key injuries, obviously, yesterday. Like, I'm just trying to right. figure out the narrative that like Rex Ryan is going to run with when he's done smelling feet. All I've got is do and at home. Right. That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's all. <laughs> and I don't think either one of those are good enough reasons. Yeah, I mean, they – you can make an. I think you can make an argument that that you know their weapons are at least comparable to Kansas City. You, you know when you have Stephon Diggs, um, you know they have multiple tight ends who can catch. James Cook has been a focal point of their offense. He's been good. Yeah. The offensive coordinator change, and so um, maybe not better than the Chiefs, but certainly right on um, with the weapons, uh, defensive injuries, and and whatnot have. Uh, I think set them back. You know, you look in in the middle of the 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 defense with Matt Milano. I mean, that's one of the better defensive players in the league. That they lost him early on, 
Um, and so that that has kind of made them a little bit weaker than maybe they would have been had that those injuries not taken place. I'm just going to say this. I've heard more about Matt Milano being good than I've seen Matt Milano play. Like every time <laughs> it seems like we play Buffalo, the narrative is, well, Matt Milano's down. There's no like that guy's hurt all the time. At least it's cheap. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's an opportunity for Isaiah Pacheco. And yep. I, I think it still needs to be the the run first version of the Chiefs, at least until they. Uh, relock and reload maybe in the offseason with some more weapons through there. Pete Sweeney with us here on 610 Sports Radio. And Pete, what did you take away from the offensive performance uh, on Saturday with this football team? Yeah, I think they're they're in good shape. I think they've really finally established like we can, you know, seemingly for the most part, trust three guys, uh, Rasheed Rice, uh, Travis Kelsey, and Isaiah Pacheco. I know Kelsey had a couple of drops, but he you know finally settled in, I thought, in the second half of the game. Um, but, uh, you, you know, you lean into those guys and, you know, good things, good things tend to happen. It needs to be a run first attack this year. We just kind of talked about that. And then the, the defense is so good you know, that if they're holding uh, other teams for 17 points and below, I think you can really win that way. What concerns me now uh, is like we're officially, uh, you know, talked about Buffalo. We're officially at the point where like you cannot afford to go something like two of six in the red zone. Um, that needs to be fixed immediately. I just, you got to assume that that Buffalo and uh, Baltimore, you know, if you continue on, uh, even Houston, if it is them, they're going to be able to score within the 20s and potentially the high 20s. So at a certain point, you need to start scoring uh, touchdowns, take a little bit of the pressure off your your defense. But I think in finding their identity, they they've established that they can win that way. They can they can win that way where you have um, the other pieces like Watson and Hardman, and yes, sometimes even Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, as compliments, but let's feature Pacheco, uh, Kelsey, and Rice. Yeah, I thought they leaned into that better than they have all season, and maybe it just took to this point like, hey, gave gave plenty of opportunities for guys to step up throughout the season. It didn't necessarily happen. You got to the postseason, and here's the here's the definitive pecking order, and they played to that. Yeah, I, I think for a long time, uh, and it was really five, six months of a long time, they didn't really – or they weren't really certain with the numbers, like who they should be running out there. I mean, you know, you think about when Kadarius Tony uh, was still healthy, same thing with Sky Moore. Um, you know, folks were clamoring for Justin Ross to be more involved. Uh, and they were mixing and matching and just trying to figure out, well, who's going to be this person who could be um, the, the player that steps up. Uh, as, you, as the season went on, middle toward the end, you started to see them give Rasheed Rice more and ease back on guys like Marquez and Sky Moore. And I think they finally found uh, the rotation that they need, uh, and Rasheed Rice is, is uh, you know just as good as any top receiver in the league right now. I mean, the the yards after the catch are incredible. Uh, Patrick Mahomes clearly trusts him. I think the more that we see from Rice and Pacheco, that that's going to give uh, Travis Kelsey maybe a little bit less attention. Uh, I think he looks fresh coming out of the the bye week, and so uh, I think they have finally found themselves, so to speak, and it and it came at the the last possible second but at least they got there yeah they did and, and and you know what it doesn't matter how you start doesn't matter what happens in the regular season you play your best football yeah. now and, and quite frankly that's what people are going to remember defensively they gave up one play um and then throat mm -hmm. punch Tyree kills so to me I look at that defensive effort and I go wow man they just shut down the alleged best offense in the NFL held them to one play what was your biggest takeaway from that defense yeah I, I just think it it's it's historic. Uh, I, I think what they're, they're, they're doing. And to your point, uh, I think they can gain a lot of confidence from that. Uh, I went into the game against the Dolphins. I was uh, fearful of what they might be able to do in, in terms of running the football with uh, a Chan and Mostert. 
especially getting Mostert back in the lineup, and it, it was essentially non-existent. And it, if you can have success against that rushing attack, then James Cook and Lamar Jackson, and if it is the Texans, if you make it to the next round, and Devin Singletary, those guys shouldn't scare you at all. And so you handle that run, uh, and then it's really hard to find better weapons through the year than a Tyreek or a, a Waddle. So I think you you get confidence from that performance, and you say, look, we're, we, we, we were really good against the best. Let's just continue uh, pushing forward. Um, there is a scenario, you know, and I know that, that I pointed to it, but I, and, and you have to figure out things in the red zone, but there is a scenario where this defense just continues to play in, at abs- an absurd level, holds the other team under 14, and maybe you can win the championship with Butker. I mean, that's how good the Dolphins have been on offense. So um, very impressive thing uh, for the Chiefs defense to do, and they got to keep the ball ro- ro- rolling as the offense, you know, continues to find ways to, to score beyond the 20. I, I didn't like that he was snubbed, but I like the fact that luxurious need and really his his defensive teammates are carrying a big time chip on their shoulder that uh, that he's not getting enough pub. Yeah, it it made no sense. Uh, you know, I was relying, I was hoping that the writers would uh, finally give him the credit that he deserves, and he got votes within. I think he was fifth place, but not good enough to officially be named an All Pro. At least he got some of the votes and some of the recognition, but to to blank on this season where he's just been so impressive against the elite receivers of the NFL, where he's not getting a pro bowl, not getting an all pro uh, it's, it's, it's tough. And I think if you're looking for a positive, it seemed like he was playing motivated the other night. I mean, you could see that the way that he was looking at the camera, um, some of the, the, the clip of him shoving Tyree kill into the turf. I know it made a lot of Chiefs fans happy. And, and you could tell that there's like, a little bit of that that frustration, I think, that he's taken out on the field, which is where you want to see it uh, taken out. And uh, it's only motivated him more. And, hey, may, there may be a silver lining to that. Uh, not that, to say that you necessarily need it, but it's it's looking to me like an ultra-motivated, luxurious need. Yeah, absolutely. And if he goes out there and shuts down Buffalo again, then people are really going to be talking about the best defensive back and a dude that needs you know, to get paid coming up this off season. And I think when you look at that, you see LeJarius Sneed being celebrated yesterday by Chris Jones a little bit saying, yeah, hey, pay the man his money. Um, why is it that the league is having such a hard time coming around and recognizing that the best cornerback in the NFL is Legereus Need. Pete, he shut down every big name wide receiver he's gone against this year and shut down Tyreek Hill twice. Yeah, I think there there uh it can be a tendency in the NFL to like really look at interceptions and you know those type of game changing plays. Um and still I think we're still working towards uh, a little bit more of a deep dive in, into the analytics when it comes to some of that stuff. Um because uh, and Steve Spagnuolo will, will kind of point to it sometimes. Like he'll be complimenting one of his quarterbacks, and he'll say they're not even throwing in his direction. You can't record stats. You can't record um, passes defense. You mm-hmm. can't you know record so and so. You can't record these stats that pop um, for for voters unless they throw the ball your way. And uh, I think that's what we've been seeing a lot with Ladarius Sneed uh, when they do throw it um, his way. Uh, it normally ends up with the ball down in the turf. So, you know, then then quarterbacks, if they're shrewd, why would they continue um, going in his direction? And so I think a little bit of that. Um, I also think there is a, a uh, tendency for, for this. If you can make one Pro Bowl or all pro, suddenly you're among um, the, the names that are on the radar. And so sometimes I think it, it takes breaking through that first time to get the second one. Uh, but the first one, you know, as they say, is the hardest. So I'd, I'd say a combination of all those things. I I just love that that they're mad. 
Like they're collectively yeah. mad. The like Chiefs, you yeah, mean, yeah. About Lajarius Sneed and getting no respect and on the Buffalo. And, it, and it's yeah. not just it's not just Sneed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody, Nick Bolton brought it up to me in post game. I think Chris has mentioned it. I think mm-hmm. everybody is like stepped up, and I'm like, well, they're rallying around their guy too, which is kind of a like they rallied around. They rallied around Chris Jones's. Uh, bonus like the week before right, yeah, right. Yeah. they rally around the snubbing and i'm like they're just like just adding the fuel to uh and and probably still to a certain extent right they're still constantly building on the fuel of well this has been an offensive franchise right 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 and i, I just love it just keep pouring it just keep pouring it keep on pouring it on because it's now a defensive franchise and, and defense travels pete and that's what i like most about this game Defense travels in the playoffs. And when Buffalo was here, we didn't have Pacheco. I don't think we had Bolton that day. We may have been did down to Bolton. Our, We did have Bolton yeah, that day. Yeah. Was Willie Gay in that game? Yes, he was yes. in that game. What about Drew Tranquil? Did he play in that game? All uh, those guys Tranquil were out as far as have. I'm concerned. Uh, but, but you know, we were we were down some guys. And and right there, you win the game if Kadrapius doesn't line up offsides um, on, on the line of scrimmage before the uh, that final play where we saw the great touchdown that they put together, right? So you factor in all of that, plus this team is as healthy healthy as they've been. Isaiah Pacheco's back in the lineup. I think Buffalo's going to see a completely different team than they saw a couple of weeks ago. And I think the chiefs are ready to exact revenge. I love this matchup for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the matchup is, you know, from a personnel standpoint, it's pretty close. Um, but I, I think what will probably be overblown this week is the home field advantage. Uh, you know, I, if you really dig into the numbers, uh, home field, I, I think, sometimes is uh, exaggerated. And especially digging into the numbers of, of Patrick Mahomes, if you look at his career uh, statistics, he's a better quarterback on the road than he is at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So, um, you, you know, no rhyme or reason, but a large enough sample size, you can tell if there's, there's something about being on the road um, that makes him uh, play at least a little bit better. And then uh, I think you're right. I think these guys uh, have a chip on their shoulder. They're finding extra – uh, curricular reasons to be to be motivated, and I think they're going to enjoy playing villain uh, in in Buffalo. Um, this is a game where, uh, like I said, I, I do think if we're being fair, the personnel is close, and so um, the biggest key for me, aside from the success, um, hopefully for the Chiefs in the red zone, is the the mistakes. Um, you see what you can do, even if you're not scoring touchdowns, when you make minimal mistakes. You saw that against Miami Dolphins. The offense wasn't putting the defense at their own twenty. Uh, things like that. No fumbling, no interceptions. Um, I guess I guess we just got to get used to two penalties for Jawan Taylor, but if he can keep it to two, um, that would be a, a, a good thing uh, for, for this game. Um, but just making sure that these self-inflicted stuff um, that we've seen in the Chiefs' losses doesn't happen in Buffalo, I think that's going to be uh, the ultimate key because then the Chiefs are going to be right there. Um, and at, you know, at a certain point, I think it's going to be who wants it more. If he can keep it to two and not, like, before the play snapped, I'm good. Like I just that that moving yeah. early just frustrates the hell out of me. Like, I, fine, hold somebody, block him in the back. That's great. I, I just don't move early. Don't it move just drives me crazy because yeah, it cancels the whole play. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. The penalties, uh, you know, you you gotta you gotta try to limit them if you can. Um, sometimes it's out of your control, right? Other referee crews want to get involved more than others, but um, yeah, I think if they can play a clean game in terms of uh, mistakes and just limiting them. They're going to be right there. Um, if not uh, holding a lead on Buffalo in Buffalo, um, you know, I, like I said, I, I think the one advantage that I've seen uh, is just them playing well since they're by week on. Um, but it only takes one game uh, for a team to, to overcome that. I wish I had brought up referee crews. I hadn't thought about it. I don't want to. I'm just going to. Well, I think Cheffers is going to ref gonna the game out. this week in Buffalo because he can't get out. So they already they got leave him there. there. Yeah. They got to leave him there. Yeah, Nancy, Nancy Romo. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Thank you, Pete. All right, bye.
Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 6 Sports Radio Chiefs Insider. Uh, sign up for their uh, their uh, direct-to-your-inbox email. You'll get all of uh, Pete's uh, stuff right into your inbox each and every week, courtesy of Arrowhead Pride. And he drops by, presented by Mark Ferguson, the attorney that's been helping Kansas City sports fans with all their legal needs since 1996. Integrity results. That's Mark Ferguson. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.